48-hour art check. Best of podcast. We go live Monday, Wednesday on YouTube, 9 p.m. California time, and you can join us there live in the chats or watch them later. You can always check things out at coreykerr.com slash 48HR. We take the best conversations from those live streams and rip them and put them into this podcast. Today's topic is quitting crappy habits. Okay. Um, so what brings it up is like there's been a couple times in my life where I've had to do this just in general with um, like habits of bad eating or not not exercising or bad like work habits like uh, procrastination is like a, a bad work habit I had to kind of quit. And what's weird is until you quit procrastination, you don't realize it's an addiction, and then you do it, and it's an addiction. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of this kind of behavioral stuff. And one thing that's been a cool byproduct of, like, even committing to, like, the 48-hour art check with Corey and kind of um, one of our reasons for constantly doing it. Oh, um, anyhow, one of the reasons for us constantly doing it um, and and – me feeling confident to kind of take on the thing I did is that I, I tend to be doing pretty well with things I commit to um, and kind of accomplishing those goals. And so I think I, I was thinking about it and I just was realizing that like one of the things I don't like about myself as a person is that I am kind of addicted to vaping. Um, and that was just vaping nicotine that was done that was like a long process to get off of cigarettes to kind of replace it with vaping nicotine. Um, so it was replacing one bad habit with a less bad habit, but still a mm -hmm. bad habit nonetheless. And I was realizing like, I really don't like that about my personality. I don't like being reliant on something. I don't like um, that something can kind of like a, a consumer product can kind of run my life. Like I, I just personally don't think that's a good place to be. So, I decided to kind of cut that out and commit to it just like I would with like the art check or anything like that. Where I'm like, not a ton of pre-planning, just kind of like, um, I know what's involved. Like, obviously if you look up online process of like quitting nicotine, it goes through like, Oh, these are usually the withdrawal symptoms and steps. But other than that, it's just like being like, okay, so I need to set a time and just be like, that's the last time I get to have, nicotine and then that's it so i set it at 10 and then i publicly committed to it on facebook and kind of explained to people that i didn't really and i think this is important with kicking any bad habit but for me i didn't want to hear a bunch of people's bad uh suggestions on what they would do if they were me to kick it <laughs> right i don't know if that makes sense this happens on facebook like let's say you want to lose weight and you're like, hey, I'm going to take on this weight challenge, like this weight loss challenge. 20 other people are going to be like, no, 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 dude. Here's how you lose weight. Here's what you should do. Like everyone is an expert um, when it comes to somebody else's committing to something. But it, but my point was I just wanted to be able to commit and be like, no, no, no. I'm just going to quit. And uh, I don't really want to hear why it's bad or anything like that. I just want people to hold me accountable. And hopefully be encouraging and that's about it so i kicked i cut the habit um i've gone through since then like mass withdrawal yeah uh, it's pretty intense um and it's kind of fluctuated from that to um 
a lot of very like hard to kind of focus moments, um, especially in the first day. It was kind of like being in a cloud all day. Yeah. Um, and then within the last, like yesterday, it was easier to focus, but uh, but I just found myself being filled with rage unexpectedly throughout the day, which was a weird feeling. And moments where I could usually like kind of hit like a point of irritation with something and just be like, meh, whatever. Um, there was no meh, whatever. It was just like rising action with no, yeah. with no um, calm. And so that was interesting to kind of ride through and try to not um, regress, you know. And then today's just been mostly feeling pretty normal and just fighting a lot of uh, consonant urges to just like, well, just reward yourself. You've done well, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but what I've found is helpful to it is, and, and I think why I've been successful at it so far is one, I acknowledge that I have a bad habit that I want to get rid of. Two, I acknowledge that it, um, if I just kept waiting to kind of get rid of this habit, nothing's going to happen, kind of akin to our 48-hour R check where it's like if we just wait for these products projects to get done and these magic windows to kind of get these things executed to happen, we're going to be waiting till you know, whenever, and, and that may, may actually be never you know, for things to get done. So. Yeah. So that was helpful. And then I think um, one of the other things that's helped with it is kind of like spite. And I know that's terrible, but I know there are like two or three people I know who are sort of the type of people who, if I were to go after um, something good in my life, they would be like, yeah, but you're not going to get that. And at the same time, they're also the type who, if you try to do something positive, will be like, well, we'll be here when you fail. Right. You know, and so those are kind of the people I'm keeping in mind with uh, achieving this too. Like if I have like a moment of being like, you know, you should just have a little bit of nicotine, like as a reward, I'll be like, yeah, and then those people would be really happy about that. <laughs> I'm not going to give them that. Yeah. So, so there's one, that. One thing I think that I really liked about the way that you did this was um, you specifically went out of your way to um, you specifically went out of your way to show things that you wanted and didn't want. So like you in your uh, in your post because I one one thing I like and this is I I've never been addicted to nicotine um, you know or alcohol or anything like that. But I, I, I think I've got a sugar addiction. I think I've got other thing. Um, but, uh, but one thing that I liked about what you did is that you're public about it. Another thing that I liked about what you did is that you, um, that you were able to, uh, to say, these are the type of comments that I'm, that I'm looking for. And these type of comments uh, are not helpful and not welcome. Yeah. Um, and I like that because um, I think people's natural inclination is to uh, is to just toss advice. Like the other day, uh, I think a week ago, I posted that I was I was doing intermittent fasting and meal replacement, and that I was down a few pounds. And uh, and and everybody started giving me advice. I literally didn't say I was fine because I don't care. But like 
I didn't say, hey, what what works for you or blah, 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 blah. I think it's just like a natural thing for people to just to yeah. toss out um, toss out advice like that. But because I think it's just part of like conversational things. Oh, yeah. Um, but knowing yourself um, well enough to knowing yourself well enough to know like this type of thing isn't going to help me right now. I know I'm going to be vulnerable and this is this isn't going to be working for me. Yeah. Um, and stating that I think was really, really good. Um, the other thing is just like, I think bad habits thrive in the darkness. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Um, so coming out publicly and saying like, you know, uh, this is what's going on and I'm being public with this and all that jazz. I just think it's, uh, I just think it's, it's all it's all really good and it's all one of those things where you just put stuff into the sunlight you give yourself public accountability you set up ways that you're going to be successful yeah. without being perfect um it, and and i i just don't see how it's not going to happen that doesn't mean it's going to be easy yeah let me um, let me uh clarify too on that because like i i do think it was really important that i also laid out some ground rules for myself so like for instance the accountability part I'm not necessarily wanting to be like publicly shamed if I fail at this. That's not what I'm like establishing. Right. But I am forcing myself to, if I mess up, let's say like tonight, if I were to just like really quickly sneak out and, and have like a little bit of nicotine, just a little bit, I would have to, by my own rules, post on that Facebook chat right. that I screwed up and I have to start from zero again. And that doesn't feel good. I, I'm not going to feel good having to put that, even though I know in all likelihood that will probably happen, but I don't want it to. Right. And it's been a really good, like that in itself has been a really good motivator to like keep me from screwing up on it because I'm like, I don't want to go back from there and be like, yep, got to start all over again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also thought it was really important to clarify that like I'm not looking for people to preach or explain why uh, what I'm doing is so bad for me because I clearly know it. Like we live in an era where it's really difficult to not know that nicotine is bad. Um, right. And and so I don't really need that or like pictures of like bad results of nicotine. Like you know, I think what I needed right. was was just. Um, people to be aware of it and to kind of hopefully support. And then, like I said, it, I think I even mentioned, cause I know there's a lot of other people who are like the attitude and this goes with any bad habit, but people, including myself will sometimes have the attitude of like, well, that person's got that thing. Ha ha ha. Like, or they'll be like, well, that must be a hard struggle for you. And so I, I wanted to make sure to throw that in there as well and be like, look, if you want to open up that can of worms and start criticizing like my kind of bad habit, cool. But just know like your bad habits are completely on the table if you do that. So, so that was, I thought, kind of important, you know, to kind of throw in there too. Or I was going to be like, if, if people wanted to kind of get into a, a finger pointing kind of like, Oh, you've got terrible habits. Um, I was like, just bring it. Okay. Let's have that right. conversation. Cause I guarantee if I like turn, a, turn the hood of whatever you've got, like, I'm sure there's some dirt underneath there. So, 
Yeah. So anyhow, I don't know. We'll see. It's been it's been an interesting thing so far. We'll we'll see how it goes. You know. Yeah. So. Um. So I want to go. I want. I want to try. I want to try something here. Um. I I'd like to invite members of the chat onto the show. Whoever wants to come on, um, just for just for a couple minutes, and then we'll kick you back off. Um, if anybody's interested uh, on Twitter or Facebook, hit me up. Um, if you want to talk about a habit, it doesn't have to be an addiction. It doesn't have to be. It can, it can just be a habit that you're trying to uh, break or or whatever, um, just while we're talking. So just something I'd be interested to, I'd just be interested to pick brains. The, the reason is I'm super curious um, on, I, I find like human experience to be very similar and there are ways to kind of pick apart like the variables that can cause you to be more likely to succeed and the variables that can cause you to be more likely to fail. Um, and so I found with like developing good habits that um, putting yourself on a schedule, um, public accountability, um, checking in with somebody that you care about their opinion um, and, uh, and, and making certain things a non-negotiable, those are all kind of recipes for success. Um, I've been less successful at getting rid of bad habits. Um, and so I'm kind of curious if that formula for developing good habits works to kind of like deprogram yeah um or if there's kind of like a different thing and so so that's kind of because a lot of what you're doing right now josh kind of falls along the lines of um somebody getting into the habit of making comics somebody getting into the habit of doing art every day somebody teaching themselves how to animate or you know like developing good skills um but instead of an additive thing, um, it's a subtractive thing. And so have you noticed that you've had to like add in kind of a, something to fill the void? Like there's a vacuum? Yeah, I mean, so one thing is like, there's definitely like a, um, an oral thing to like, to smoking. Mm -hmm. And so I, and here's the other thing it'd be cool to use a cessation device to quit, except that I'm quitting a cessation device. So it's like, I'm not right. trying to quit smoking. I'm trying to quit the nicotine delivery thing I picked up after smoking. Yeah. So using like nicotine gum to get rid of my withdrawals for nicotine wouldn't work. So now I'm just using gum, but I'm using just gum, just like chewing gum. So I, I've been chewing a lot of chewing gum. I have like a lot of snacks. Um, that's something I have to really watch and I'm glad I've been consistent. I would say, especially if you have a habit like this, that's an unhealthy one that kind of, um, takes away some hunger. Um, yeah. if you're going to boot that habit, like make sure you have an exercise habit in place. Cause I'm glad I have already built the consistent workout every night because yesterday I, I, I mean, yesterday alone from doing this, I gained five pounds in one day. Wow. Um, but it's just because like suddenly the time I'd be just having like a smoke break, I'm just like cowing down on snacks or like just opening the fridge and nibbling on stuff and pretty much doing anything to not do the thing. 
But what's interesting that you mentioned about like kind of the accountability factor, I think by doing it public the way I did on Facebook, one of the nice benefits is I have like four friends that um, are people that I really care about uh, personally messaged me and they were like, dude, if you want to meet up like every day after work to talk about your progress. And they just kind of were like, some of them shared things like a lot of them. It's like eating things and stuff that they're working on. And uh, pretty much like, I think there's, a, I think similar to the art check, I think there's a ton of people out there looking for accountability yeah. um, from fellow artists and, and people who are kind of, in the um in this weird field that we're all in and uh and i kind of think there's a, a desire for that like on a negative and a positive like for things that we want to get rid of for things we want to add to our lives and so i think what's neat about kind of being public and open about that kind of thing is uh it sort of brings that into play as a reality like you know yeah for sure um, I'm having to refresh my thing. So if I get kicked out for a second, just, uh, no worries. Mine is all slow as hell too. So Scott, well, while Corey's refreshing, ha have you ever had to like kind of kick like a crappy habit? <laughs> um, well, I've never smoked or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess the closest thing would just be, you know, trying to diet and things like that. I mean, um, I've like, like right now I'm, I mean, I'm, I've talked about this where I'm running, but I probably could be eating better even though, I mean, I, I don't eat horrible. That's the thing that bothers me. It's not, I just don't, I don't go out and do a lot of fast food, but like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I find myself like, like if it was just me, I could, I could probably stick to the diet, but then usually I'll make food for my kids and stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to make something else for me. I'll just eat what they have, you know? And like the other night I made like chicken cordon bleu or, or, you know, or like I made a jambalaya or something like that. So, um, but yeah, and it's just, I don't know, <laughs> I, I, I've got to, that's, that's really what I got to work on is like, and it's also portion control with me. Yeah. Um, and like, and I guess, you know, there are certain things that I, you know, I just like, I love chips and salsa. So like if, if I get, if I get a bag of chips and some salsa, I'm just going through them. So yeah, I mean, just stuff like that. I don't know. Um, well, luckily like chips and salsa are not the worst. Like, I mean, cause you know, if you get the right chips and salsa, they aren't the most fattening thing. You know what I mean? Like that's actually can be a fairly healthy thing. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I, uh, I think I like legitimately have a, have a sugar addiction. Um, I will, I can't sit down. Like I talk about like cookies, the way that alcoholics talk about like a drink, like I can't sit down and just have a cookie. Like I, I want all of the cookies. Like, like I will, Oh, I'm going to have an Oreo. And then I've eaten the entire column of Oreos and it's like, well, I just made a meal out of 27 Oreos. So I guess yeah, I should have a glass of milk or something. Luckily for me, I don't like Oreos. Yeah, I don't have much of a, I mean, every once in a while I'll get a craving for something sweet. Uh, for me, it's pr probably more salty. That's why I think the chips and salsa, but like there's certain things that are just too, well, that's not totally true though, because I, I mean, I do like sweet stuff. Like if I, you know, right now, you know, when I drink, I, 
I usually drink rum because it's sweet and I like that. So I don't know. It's just a different thing. But and I've never I've never tried to I've never like I don't like drink every day and everything like that. So I've never really thought I needed to, to quit, you know, and I can, yeah. you know, most of if I if I needed to, I could just, you know, not drink. But yeah. Um, like for me, I, I drink, but I don't drink to the point like I with with nicotine for me, it was just more of like realizing this is a thing like I literally if I go like an hour or two in the day without it, I feel like terrible. And like it, it literally was something I was having to take to feel normal. And like to me, that's a, like if that's where drinking were for me, I'd be like boom, like that would have to go because for me now, like drinking's like, I don't know, it's uh, it's Tuesday, it's been a week and a half and I, I feel like relaxing. So I pour myself a drink. That's like, that seems, seems to me like, if that's where even vaping were for me, I don't think I'd be concerned because I'd just be like, oh, okay, it's just this casual thing like video games or something like that. But if it's to the point where I'm like, like I literally cannot be who I am without right. the stupid thing. That's where I'm like, I, yeah. So that's why I cut this. Although it is weird. Cause it's like, you know, I, I have to go back into the workplace tomorrow and I'm like, that's going to be an interesting thing to navigate with, you know, with, like basically going in with a crutch and that's a little scary <laughs> without a crutch, I guess. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I think if I psych myself out about it, then it's not going to happen. And one of the things that's been really helpful throughout this whole process is just trying to catch myself when my brain like escalates something beyond the significance it is. Um, so it's like, you'll feel like, oh, you know, I'm never going to act like you, you'll kind of think in extremes and it's like any, any kind of mental thing where you have to kind of go, really, is that honestly true? Like, Will I sincerely like never feel normal if I don't like it never seems like a pretty extreme statement, you know, to, like catching moments like that where there's like these extreme exa exaggerated statements that I think yeah. kind of come from to me. I think those tend to come from like more addiction than from yourself. Um, Cause I think if you're truly honest about something, you're not going to usually make a lot of like never statements. <laughs> Yeah, right. There we've got a, we've got a couple comments, and I'll just I'll just uh, I've got one person that messaged me. Um, if you guys are interested in coming on, uh, let me know. Uh, but I just wanted to bring up these uh, I wanted to bring up these comments here. So Kayla is saying um, I actually dedicated myself to quit smoking in November 2017, and the last time I actually smoked was April of 2018. I had to seriously straighten up and stop so I could go to college where I'm at. Um, so that's cool. Um, and then Seth Jackman is saying, uh, visiting California for a bodybuilding competition, desperately trying to quit drinking, um, uh, may have hit rock bottom this week, bad decisions. Um, so those, those are two interesting comics because one of the things that I find about bad habits, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be an addiction. Um, but there, there's usually some sort of, uh, event or realization that you come to where there's an external factor where you're like, Oh, there's, 
I've made these decisions based on this, or um, I don't feel like myself without this thing, or I want to do this thing or go here or whatever. And this is precluding me from doing that. Um, I wonder, I wonder how much of that is tied into, um, you know, like the need, like, I don't think necessarily everybody needs to hit like rock bottom, but I do wonder how much people need to, um, like recognize the need for a change. So you were mentioning the three day weekend, Josh, um, I'm just curious on that. Like, um, that was kind of the opportunity, but, um, what, what was the kind of catalyst? So that's the interesting part. Like the catalyst initially of quit, quitting like regular smoking and going to vaping was like very much just, a like my fingers were like yellowing and like my teeth were getting stained and it was kind of becoming this gross habit that, just kind of grossed me out and I was like starting to see the writing on the wall like oh okay this is actually going to be that like anti-smoking commercial in a, in a few years if I keep down this path you know right so I so I committed pretty heavily to doing like just that transition to vaping which I wouldn't recommend if, if somebody's like not quitting cigarettes but it was very effective for me to quit cigarettes because like I just kind of gave up cigarettes through it um, and then I have to say the motivating factor in this one is more just like, um, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's like, I've been noticing that there are things that I'm very proud of that I've accomplished in the last few years. And that thing feels like just like a mark on it. Like, um, it feels like a stain on the, on what I can feel good about. Yeah. And, um, and so, and then I also had a relative, um, make kind of a snarky comment, not, not close relative that I'll mention. And I just kind of felt like out of spite, I want to just call it quits just yeah. out of spite. Cause I feel like if I can take away that criticism, they got nothing. <laughs> and, and I'm right. like, that to me, um, I know that's a terrible motivating factor, but I was like, yeah, that could work. And it is something that I've, it's kind of been on the back of my mind for a while. Um, of like something I know that's a bad habit that I do that I just need to kick. So I don't know if I'll be like, I, I really do want to be clear about like, I don't know if like the next time we do this, I might be very well just vaping and just like whatever, you know, but, um, but I do think it's a habit I want to kick, like a bad habit that I want to kick. But I didn't have to hit rock bottom for that. But I think it's partially, um, it kind of came out of weirdly enough, just other things like win winning at other things makes you want to better the stuff that you're not winning. I don't know. Yeah, right. When you so, get a kind of a taste for success. Yeah, and I don't mean winning like, in commercial terms or anything like that. I just mean like in the sense of like life goals and, and like spiritually, like spiritual growth. Um, and I, you know, if you come across something that you feel is kind of holding you back, like that seems like something you'd want to kind of correct, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's, I'm surprised because I do think that is something that very easily you could have to hit rock bottom to change. Um, for me, yeah. it hasn't really been that. 
Yeah, it is. It is kind of an interesting, interesting thing that there's got to be some kind of catalyst or wake up call to that. Um, I, I find um, I was just talking about this and this is only one example. I don't think this is the only way that you can do this, but I find like being a member of a group, you know, whether that be a marriage or relationship or a family or a community or, you know, whatever um, you have to kind of um you have to kind of figure out how your actions are being perceived and how they affect other people. Whereas if you're kind of just not interacting in those environments, um, it doesn't really matter. You know, like I, I never questioned myself as like a single professional living on my own in my studio apartment. I, I never had that like introspection of like, yeah, Am I being a jerk? You know, am I being inconsiderate? Yeah. But like once I began, you know, like getting a little bit more mature and then coming into a situation where, um, you know, like I cared about other people's opinion um, a lot, then I started realizing like, oh, these are actually a series of behaviors that I'd like to mitigate or eliminate or... Yeah. You know, like, you know, and so I, I think it's kind of interesting um, whether that be like an accountability thing, like an art check or whether that be like a relationship or whether that be, um, you know, like a community of, of, of people online or in person. Um, I, I think one of those things that you realize is that you see that your actions have an impact. And I've heard that a lot of people start um, trying to lose weight or get healthy you know, when they have a kid and they're like, Oh, I want to be around for this kid's wedding, you know, yeah. or whatever. And so there's that kind of external thing that also kind of comes into play. Yeah. And I mean, I can definitely say like the, that was a thought that came across my mind is like, just sort of as a dad, do I want to communicate to my kid that it's okay to be controlled by a product? And like, to me, that's, that was a big one. Right. Uh, so that does tie into that. Um, I'd say for, I mean, that's definitely a factor in like exercise too, because I mean, I think I hope to have a little bit of energy to keep up with a six year old, you know, and in order right. that you have to kind of exercise. And it is interesting to think like how much of um, a lot of things, even motivation and art would be like a little different. I think right to not have a kid. Hey. Yeah. Hey. So Frank, Frank is here to tell us uh, hey, Frank. real quickly a little bit about his story. So right. how you doing, man? Uh, so yeah, so um, I I used uh, I still procrastinate a lot, but I've gotten more into doing my art and just doing challenges like like the one with uh, "Take Me to Your Leader," listening to live streams, motivational speakers. Uh, walking more, drinking more water, so just uh, replacing bad habits with good habits. Nice. Uh, and I'm more active. Uh, uh, it's helping me health-wise. I was diagnosed with diabetes, and that really uh, kicked my butt into gear to, like, well, I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, even the doctor was kind of, like, hesitant because I told him, I don't want to do the pills. I'm going to work on it on my own. And I've already lost 10 pounds. Uh, and that's just, just uh, trying to eat right. So, uh, yeah. 
That's yeah, fantastic, some, man. Sometimes you need that wake-up call. I don't know if any of you guys uh, follow Kevin Smith at all, but he had that heart attack, and since then, it, like, he ch totally changed his way of life, and he's like lost all the weight, and he's like running, and, and mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's, yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> I know a couple of people uh, pretty closely that do marathons and stuff, and one of the, one of the inciting incidents that made them do marathons was that, was like early onset of I diabetes and they were like oh crap so they you know wanted to do something about it because nobody wants that you know to happen um based on it like if it's not a life decision that's leading to it great you know whatever that's out of your control but if it's something that's like you have control over like that's that's kind of akin to what i'm what i'm dealing with too where i'm like i don't want to fall based on something i chose you know like right that's the main thing so so, so Frank, what's, what's been one of the biggest, uh, the biggest successes that you, I mean, if you were to say somebody else came to you and said, Hey, you know, what's, what's the best piece of advice? What, what are some of the things, what's like the number one thing that you found that has really been working for you in, in overcoming bad habits? Uh, I think for me will be my faith. And I found a, uh, a mentoring group. Uh, within uh, my church called the Choose to Change program uh, where the uh, mentor just, uh, he talks about, you know, changing your life, but it's your choice. And, you know, he gave this, this illustration of uh, uh, walking on a, a plank of wood over uh, uh, a 10-feet building. Would you do it? No, because no, no same person will do it. Okay, now... On the other end, picture the person you love the most and the building's on fire. Would you do it then? And I said, yes, because what changed was my purpose. So that's what uh, I took from it. Just why Why do I want to change my life? Why do I want to uh, be healthy? Why do I want to get better? And ultimately is for for my children or, or just to help others and just to help myself. So it's just uh, finding your purpose. And Josh, I, I'm very uh, proud of you of, uh, you know, try, uh, quitting smoking because you're, you are going to quit. Yeah, not, not too concerned about it. Weirdly enough, I mean, stuff to go through, but, you know. That's awesome. I, I love that. Um, thanks. Thanks for coming on. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kick you back off and we'll see you back in the chat. That's awesome. Thanks, Frank. All right. Good to find it. Put a face to the name. I know, right? Yeah. It's awesome. Um, I love that. I love the, I love the idea of, um, I love the idea of adding like a purpose to it because I think yeah. that's one of the biggest, I think that's one of the biggest things that, um, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think of that, but that now that I'm, now that he brought it up, I'm thinking a lot about how, like, if I have a reason, cause I mean, there's, it's been for me, and this is probably sleep deprivation mixed with anxiety, imposter syndrome, depression or whatever. But um, like a, a few days ago, I was just like, why am I putting all this? Why am I putting all this effort into this? This is pointless. Nobody's going to care. It actually reminded me a lot of that series of panels in, in quarterly stories, Josh's comic. <laughs> I was, I, it wasn't, it wasn't to the point of, of of that level of intensity but i was just like but that's you know, logic the yeah. same the same logic the same thought process um 
and uh, and having having kind of a higher purpose to be able to fight those type of um, like thoughts because yeah. that's the that's the stuff that derails you is you know when you're alone you know or when you're in a in a situation where that habit um, was very common yeah. and, and, it, and that was what you're doing or that type of thing and if you have like a greater purpose like you know if at the other end of that 10 foot plank was my kid there's no there's no question that I'd go do it let me throw another thing in there too that ties into what was mentioned. So like I, and I mentioned this on Facebook, but like, so because I'm, I'm a Christian and I really believe in God and I really, I sincerely believe like that the God I believe in is super powerful and that prayer is powerful. So I, I don't think this was a testing God kind of thing, but it was more of a testing me thing because I mentioned that in my, in my like breakdown of like what my goal was to quit part of it was i think that god is capable of making me a flawed human being be able to do this thing even though it seems like i won't be able to do it by saying right. that publicly i have now kind of put it on the line that like i am completely relying on god and i'm hoping god delivers because that's that's really super embarrassing for me as a Christian if that doesn't happen. So yeah. that gives me more incentive to deliver. But at the same time, um, I also think um, kind of works on, on a cross-platform kind of way because, like like I said, that's literally all I'm going to rely on to get through it along with other things. Um, and I, I'm not saying people need that element of it, but I do yeah. think that – um for me i think that makes it more powerful because i i really do think that's that's kind of the main thing that will actually allow me to achieve what um what i'm hoping to here right which is weird but you know it's kind of fun yeah yeah it's i don't know it's really interesting i i'm trying to think of i'm trying to think of something that i've that i've overcome or something um and I think I think my main problem is I don't have any good stories because I I have I, I those bad habits that I have I still have them, but I let me let me do let me do this uh, for those for those watching because I think this will really hit hit home with a lot of us. Um, if you don't think that you're addicted to something, um, when's the last time that your leg itched rather than you thought that your phone was vibrating? because we've gotten to the point where actually as human beings, we've been rewired by these external products. Um, and they, it's called phantom vibration syndrome yeah. where um, you might not even have your phone in your pocket, but you think, oh, there's a notification. And like, like Pavlov's dog, um, we like jump to this this thing. We're like, oh yeah, I need to, I need to see what that notification is or whatever there's, we've like conditioned ourselves uh, to, to do that. It's, it's a fascinating thing. And the, the other thing, the challenge that I like to, uh, the challenge that I like to throw down, um, is just the next time you're home and your phone battery dies, um, just don't plug it in for a couple hours huh. and just see what happens. And it's like, it's hard and yeah. it's this stupid little glass and plastic rectangle, yeah. but we have become, 
like reliant on this thing. And I can, I can speak from, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking from like a holier than thou situation. I'm describing like personal experiences where like sometimes my phone will die and I'll be like, Oh, I need to immediately plug this thing in because this has to like, for some reason, every waking moment of my life, I have to be connected to, you know, whatever. And then I'm like, I'm like, I'm just going to run a little, cause I'm dumb. I always run these little sociological experiments. I'm just going to see how many times I think about my phone or how many times I reach it <laughs> knowing that it's dead. I know that it's dead and it's so frequent, like uh, several times an hour. I'm like, for no reason at all. I'm just going to, I'm just going to check my phone and say, like, Oh yes, it's still dead. Yeah. It's kind of an, it's kind of an interesting, an interesting thing. Like some of it is, just what my hand naturally does. Some of it is, you know, like we have all come up with things to avoid being bored. Boredom is like the worst state of mind that your brain can, can, can experience. And so as soon as, as the instant that there's a hint of boredom, you're like entertainment, where is it? A thing to do. Um, and, and for a lot of us, that's our, that's our phones or whatever. So. Yeah, that, that's true, and it's a little scary. I mean, or you know, I'm yeah, obviously I'm old enough. We're all old enough to remember when you know we didn't have the phones, and it was okay if you didn't, you know, if you could miss a call or you know, or I don't know. It's just it's it's crazy how reliant we are, and you know, I make the excuse that I'm. I mean, I'm pretty good about just kind of eliminating a lot of the nonsense like i'm usually not endlessly scrolling through facebook and instagram unless i'm in a like like you said the kind of the boredom thing unless i'm in a place where there's nothing else to do if i'm like in, in line at a grocery store or something like that or not that that's the only time i do it but i'm not i'm not that bad at it but i am constantly checking for like notifications and things because you know i and i make the excuse that well this you know this is for business and everything like that right. but but you know do I really need to check it? I mean, is it is it that important? And you do. You get to points where, like, you're waiting. Like, like why why haven't I got no, any notifications lately? Yeah. Or, you know, it's like, yeah. So yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I oh, go ahead, Josh. Oh, sorry. Just one of the funny things that's kind of come up out of this. And by the way, I also forgot to give credit, but Mike Emirates uh, successfully quit cigarettes, and he had posted something on Facebook that might have been one of the inciting sparks for me to kind of start this thing too because mike's one of those guys he sets his mind to something he does it and i guess for him that was one of his like the inciting incidents for him being able to do that with multiple things was just being able to quit that and i was like well at first i felt like yeah well i did that too and then i'm like wait but i'm still doing this stupid vaping thing <laughs> so i can't really join on that train 100 percent. so that might have been part of it, but um, but one of the things that's come up with that is the realization of like all of the things that I associate with this stupid activity, like so it's like um, relaxation, um, calm, thinking through things. So like if I'm mm. hitting a conundrum or something or like a big problem, like a, a critical thinking issue, I'll I'll have a smoke, right? Think it through. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt that nicotine's a stimulant. So like it is giving me stimulation to help me th think through things. However, there's a million other things that are way healthier that can be a stimulant to cause like, like for instance, just deep breathing can be a stimulant. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to read, I'm going to read 
going to yeah. read Kayla's comment and then ask a question. Uh, Kayla says, the rough thing is that when uh, that was a coping mechanism and then you get put in a situation where you can no longer rely on that and all of a sudden you need to find another coping mechanism. Um, and, and there's a few... Uh, there's a few comments kind of related to that. So I'm curious uh, with that, do you think just human beings in general, I mean, we're meant to act, we're meant to do things. And I've, I've heard us described as kind of like just, basically we are just a giant ball of habits, you know, that we've, that we've developed. And so do you think that in eliminating something, you need to add something? I'm curious about it. Like, I think that inevitably things will be added by elimination. Like, so to me, I don't think I have to overthink, like, what am I going to fill that with? Because it answers itself. Like a, a perfect example, I didn't like go out and buy a bunch of gum before starting this. I just noticed that like I was fiending for a, for a smoke and I just kind of went through things and I found some, like a, one of those big things of gum that my mm -hmm. wife has in her car. And I just popped one in my mouth and it helped me feel less anxiety because I had something to do. So I was like, okay, note to self, next time I go to the store, I need to buy some of those packs of gum so that I have a go-to when I start feeling that thing. Um, I think those things will present themselves, meaning like, um, I'm kind of curious to find out what they'll be. Um, because like, for instance, I usually really enjoy smoking with coffee. And this morning, I, once again, I'm not necessarily going with all the advice that's on these websites and stuff too, because I'm not cutting coffee. Yeah. I really enjoy coffee. So I had coffee, but the second I had coffee, I really was thinking about the thing I pair with coffee all the time. Um, that I just didn't really replace with anything. So I'm kind of curious what, like I'm curious when the rubber hits the road and it hits like really stressful situations. Um, I'm imagining I'm probably going to have to rely more on like deep breathing and more meditation and prayer um, than I've had to in the past. So does yeah. anything else that would kind of deescalate that sort of feeling? Um, right. Than those things. Is there and any replacement? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think it's, it's really, I, I've, I've never had coffee. Um, I was raised, I was raised in a way to try to avoid anything that's really habit forming. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say I don't have bad habits cause I've had tons of them, but, um, but I've, I've never had coffee. I've never had alcohol. I've never had any of that stuff. Um, so I don't know, but I, I know that there are situations where, uh, I, I'm classically, I've classically conditioned myself to where when certain things show up, I automatically go into the, oh, this is when I behave this way, or this is when I do these things, or this is when I, when I do that. And so I can, I get that. Cause I remember in high school when we were learning about operant conditioning and classical conditioning, um, you know, it was like, it was like, you know, watch what happens when this, and it's like, oh yeah, I totally do these things. And everybody started, and, and my teacher was like, um, my teacher was like, yeah, you know, like it was really funny. I just, I just sold my house and moved to a different house. And normally, you know, I, I need to go to the bathroom at the end of my run and I was running and I ran by my old house and immediately I was like, Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. And I was like, Nope, that's got to change. But that's not because she had to go that instant, but because 
that had been associated in her mind with that other thing. Yeah. And, and so those connections are, those connections are really, are really fascinating as well. Oh yeah. They're richly wired too. And it's, mm -hmm. it's fascinating how richly wired, like you, with a bad habit, you'll notice very quickly how many things you've connected. Um, because like I said, throughout my day, I'm like, I'm in the car. I need to, and then I'm like, wait, why does being in the car just uh, right. equate to this terrible habit? Like anything. Oh, that was a good thing. I should in include that bad habit. Oh, that was a bad thing. I should include that bad habit. It's like the go-to um, that's kind of intertwined and woven in there, which is to me, like more confirmation, like the further it goes and those things come up, the more it's like confirmation. It's something I should cut out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's super fascinating. Okay. I have a couple comments to bring up. Give me five seconds. Cause for some reason right now I have to restart this no window every time I want to bring up a comment. Yeah, I just uh, my comments aren't loading, and I saw it on the YouTube, but I'm not seeing them. Yeah, I'm not seeing the comments either. Yeah, yeah I, I actually was chatting with Streamyard um, while we were talking in the in the help section, and yeah. they suggested refreshing the window. That's huh. what I keep refreshing is. Yeah, I'm getting the comments, and I can see them, but they're not. No, there's like a delay. Yeah, totally. The new comment isn't coming in until I refresh my window. Yeah. So, uh, but, but Victor had a really good comment that this is totally me. Okay. Uh, with so much advertising, it's easy to manipulate the mind. I think if I, if I had an addiction to anything, it's something to do with hamburgers. Yep. <laughs> and I, and I know that that sounds stupid because it's, it's hamburgers and it's not like Coke or, uh, you know, something, something actually addictive. But like, if, if I'm like, if I'm like, driving by and I see a fast food sign, I might not even be hungry. Mm -hmm. I'm just immediately like, yep, I definitely need a hamburger. Or like yep. if I get bored, I'm like, oh man, you know, you know what I could really use right now, even though I just ate is I, I could use some Jack in the box or I yep. could go for some Burger King. And then you add to that, that constant barrage of like advertisements, whether it be billboards yep. or whether it be TV ads or whatever, um, they play super hard on that kind of association. Oh yeah. So anyway, I, I, am just, as, as we're doing this, I'm, I'm identifying, I remember one time, this is, this is something I'm not proud of, but since this, that's what we're talking about, I'll, I'll bring it up. Um, I remember one time I just did not feel good. Like I just felt like, I felt like run down and gross. And I was just like, man, I really, I had a headache, you know? And I was like, I, I need a burger. And so I went and got the nastiest, greasiest, biggest, you know, whatever thing burger. And, and I felt fine after that, like all of the, the headache went away and the whatever. And so there's something in fast food for me that I'm probably, and I, I, I don't eat it as frequently now as I, as I used to, but, um, but it is, it's definitely, definitely something for me. And it's, and it's weird to think of, like we kind of do this societal shame thing yeah. where there's certain things that are like, are like somewhat shameful or that we kind of look down on them. Like, you know, you, you're lesser of a person or you don't have willpower if you're whatever, you know, whether that be smoking or drinking or, yeah. or whatever. Um, but there are other things where it's like, um, you know, there are other things where their habits, their addictions 
and yet society's like, well, that's fine. You know, that's not, that's not that big of a deal. Oh yeah. Um, and it's yeah. weird. It's weird because where where is it? I don't because one thing that really struck home with me that your 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 initial comment was that you were saying, um, ah, let's see, that you were saying that you don't like being controlled by like a product. And it's it's fascinating that like I think one of the most important things about being human um, is autonomy and and being able to make choices and being able to decide how you feel about things and decide how you think about things and and like being rational um, and thinking through stuff. That's that's one of the main things that separates us from most of most of the other animals in the animal yeah. kingdom. Um, and so anything that takes away your agency or anything where you you just give servitude to this thing yeah i'm always hesitant to it always makes me nervous whether there's a social stigma or not yeah and i think i i would kind of agree with uh, the stigma thing too because it's easy for people to kind of look at somebody who smokes and go like oh what a terrible person and what a horrible habit and they made really bad decisions and they're totally addicted to something Meanwhile, yeah. half the people saying that have a certain level of diabetes from like overeating and eating too many sugars and like not having positive workout habits and like, or like at the same time are like, you know, addicted to some other behavior. Like maybe they're addicted to like shopping and they're terrible with finances and they're like blowing their money on like products that are being made in third world countries by kids. You know? Like there's right. some bad habit everyone's doing and and one thing like in my post that i really wanted to point out was just like look like this is my like to me this is my worst habit and so i'm going to try to cut this if you want to comment on it and call it like the worst thing ever great but let's let's open up that thing like are you yeah. addicted to you know this other, these other behaviors because there's a lot of behaviors um pretty much everybody has one or two that doesn't justify it. And that's why I'm like taking action and trying to kind of knock out a bad behavior. But at the same time, it's, it's a worthy thing to think about because like, you know, yeah, like I could go a whole day without my phone. No problem. I, I know a lot of people who couldn't, right. you know, um, there's things like that, that like, you know, I think. Smart. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, you, you bring up, <sighs> Man, you, you bring up shopping and that's a huge, I have to hop out for a second, but I'll be right back. So yeah, no, that's fine. Keeping going, keep going. <laughs> yeah. So shopping is like a huge thing for me because I'm, I'm realizing now that I have noticed in myself several times where I've been like sad or dissatisfied or whatever. And immediately I start like scrolling through like Amazon or I want to wander around the toy aisle of something. And, and then I'm like, I don't actually need anything right now. Like there's nothing that like came to mind where I'm like, Oh, I need that thing. I, I just didn't like the emotion that I was feeling at the time. And so I like getting packages and I like spending money. <laughs> that, that is totally, that is totally kind of one of those, one of those habits. I don't know if you'd call that a coping mechanism or not, but it's definitely, it's definitely something. Have you thought of anything, Scott, anything that kind of comes up that, that, that might be a bad habit or, or a coping mechanism that you don't like? Uh, well, like you said, just the, the, the phone and the social media, that's a big one that I really wasn't considering. And again, I don't, and maybe, again, maybe it's just me, you know, 
you know, not really recognizing if I have a problem or not, but I don't, I don't really think, I don't think judging by the other people I see, I don't think that I'm as bad with the phone as a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I've had that, this certain thing. I'm not, I'm not much of a, like a shopper, but I had, there has been times where it's just like, like, there's this thing I kind of want, but I probably don't need it or whatever. But then I just get it in my head and it's like, nah, I think I'm just going to get this, but it's very few and far between. So I don't, maybe I just don't have much of an addictive personality. I don't know. And, um, oh man. So You're lucky. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, cause I, I, I mean, I, I've, to a certain extent, I've been there with a lot of the stuff you're talking about, but not just, you're not too bad. So I don't know. Do you I have think, do you have good habits that you're addicted to? Like I notice, like every time we talk about exercising, you you'll go on long runs frequently. No, it's not. It, well, I don't know if I call it an addiction because I could very easily just like decide not to do it. But it's like I constantly force my. It's not like oh, I got to get up and run. You know, it's like I have to kind of force myself to do that. Like right. Um, but I would. I kind of feel guilty if I don't too. Like um, I guess that's probably normal though. Like, so here's I, here's something here's yeah. something I know because we've had this conversation. What if you were to go a few days without creating something? How many is a few days? I don't know. Right I mean, now I'm kind of I'm kind of feeling like I mean there's a lot of stuff I've got to get done, so I won't. But I kind of feel like I, I need a little break, like a little vacation right now. But yeah. I don't know if I I can take that right now. Um, but um, and that's probably just because I haven't haven't done that in a while it's like usually usually in the summer we'll i'll do something we'll do like a staycation because all the hotels here because it's so hot no one comes here so the hotel for the locals they'll they'll give you awesome deals on hotels and stuff and you know i haven't done any of that this summer i haven't i haven't went really went to a pool went swimming did anything i mean i used to have like um summer passes like when my like my kids don't really want to go anymore so I, I stopped getting the summer passes but we used to have a big water park here we would go to that and but uh yeah i just i haven't really it seems like i haven't done anything i am kind of itching to kind of i don't know if that's necessarily a habit but you know um yeah. but i i think i could go a few days but you know but yeah i i that i, I am i guess i guess you could say i'm you know kind of addicted I'm, I'm definitely you could call me a workaholic i think yeah. probably all three of us are probably I, yeah i was gonna say i don't think anybody on this art check isn't a workaholic yeah and that's that's a that's one of those things where it's it's like habits we've been talking about a lot of bad habits but they're not always bad but some of them that are good in excess are really bad yeah. And you're, you're talking Scott right now, like you, you might need a break. Like I've been feeling for the past couple of days that probably for the past month I've been pushing too hard. Yeah. And uh, you know, like I've set this arbitrary deadline on myself. And then in addition to that, like all this freelance work came and instead of, instead of saying, saying no, I've just added it. <laughs> so, so like now I had this deadline, which was pretty intense anyway, right. To get like an animated short film done in, in less than 30 days is, yeah, is pretty intense. And then on top of that, I haven't turned down work that I 
probably should have turned down. So I don't know. That's a, that's a good one. Like saying no, that's something that, uh, you know, that, that I, I definitely sometimes have a problem with that I'd like to. Hey, Nick. Hey, uh, how's it going? But uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll let you guys talk then since we've got a guest. But yeah. You can finish so, your thought if you want. I mean, I don't want to. I didn't, even, I didn't really know where I was going with this. <laughs> so, Nick, I think this is the first time I've heard your voice, and you have you have that deep, buttery radio announcer voice. I have a fancy device that makes it sound like I have a radio. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, so, yeah. yeah. So, so, tell us about your uh, tell us about your habits and, and breaking them. So, yeah, I, I have an incredibly addictive personality. So, um, I get addicted to stuff terribly easy yeah. uh, to the point where I, I smoked uh, a lot of weed in high school uh, and all my friends did tons of different drugs and whatnot uh, and I tried cocaine once and I was like this is something I can never do again in my life <laughs> because if I do it's over yeah um, but uh, but on the smoking thing one of the one of the things that I found is um, you only have a finite amount of willpower so you got to be really careful with how you you use that. So, you know, like one of the things that I found was, was very helpful is like, if you're quitting smoking or you're quitting vaping or nicotine generally, and you're also putting your, a lot of pressure on yourself to do things like, you know, work out or, you know, eat healthy or whatever it is, you know, try to stick to those, but also maybe put them on the back burner. Yeah. Um, so you don't put a huge amount of pressure on yourself to like do multiple things at once. And for me, when I was quitting smoking, one of the one of the biggest things that I found was is that I I tried to quit smoking a, a number of different times, um, and um, uh, I've got I've got kind of a funny story about how I actually did it. But I'll, I'll circle back to that if you guys uh, if I don't take up too much time. Yeah, but one ahead. of the big things that that I did was um, I quit drinking, um, and I'd never had a problem drinking. But over all the times that I quit smoking inevitably the thing that would screw me up would be I would be out with friends and I have some drinks. Yeah. Uh, that and then I wouldn't have that willpower um, because you just, it lowers the inhibitions just enough uh, that, you know, you're like, ah, oh, man, you know, I'll be fine. I'll yeah. just, I'll be fine. I mean, we're, we're all just hanging out. So for That's me, it was like, all right, point. I'm going to take like three months um, and, and not, go to bars, you know, or if I'm going like hanging out with friends and, and people are having drinks, I'm just going to get, you know, Diet Coke or, or whatever. Um, and it was, it made it so much easier and it made it stick. Uh, so that was the, that was the big thing. I will keep, take that to mind. Cause that's one fear I have. I have a gig at the end of the month and we get free booze at this gig. And usually I would have a few drinks, you know, especially since um, maybe I will opt to have like just, Coke or something. Cause you're right. Like I don't have like a drinking issue, but at the same time, if I like in the past, even when I was doing the vaping thing, it's like, you know, initially when I was transitioning to vaping from smoking, I'd go have a drink and then instantly I'm like lighting up a cigarette. Cause I'm like, man, you know, just this yeah. once. So that's a good idea. I think I might have to keep that in mind for the gig is that's something I've thought about where I'm like, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. And then the other thing that goes, goes to that is like, I think, I think most people know what their triggers are. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I, I think sometimes that we do is we, we try to pretend like it's, Oh no, I'll be fine. Um, yeah. but 
if you can if you if you're like oh, i don't know i think maybe this end of the month thing like if they give us you know free booze and and we're all hanging out we're having a good time like maybe that could be a problem thing it's going to be a problem thing yeah so in that case <laughs> don't you know, have booze and then it won't yeah. be a problem yeah, yeah that makes sense so, that's smart yeah 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 and the other thing that helped me i don't know if this will help uh, anybody else or, or yourself with with this but um i got on uh wellbutrin it's a it's an antidepressant Oh, okay. Uh, but at the time, it was uh, marketed as Zyban. You can get a very, very, very low dose of it. Okay. Um, and it basically just short circuits the, um, the neuro pathway uh, that gets you the dopamine uh, hit from nicotine. Oh. Um, not on everybody, but for me, it was amazing because I could just, I took it and basically forgot to smoke. Um, so, you know, I was easily a pack a day smoker. Um, and I was out to dinner with friends and I was just like looking around being like, I leave like the gas on or like, what, like what, just, did I forget to get the mail? Like I'm, there's something. Uh, and then my friends were like, all right, we're going to go pop outside and grab a cigarette real quick. And I was like, that's it. That's the thing I didn't do. Uh, and it was, it was that. Huh. So, um, you know, it's, it looks like you're, you're already good and you're, you're doing your whole thing, but, um, you know, if anybody else is trying to do it it's and you good. have not tried that before, I would definitely suggest it because one of the things that made it so much easier for me was once I realized that there's a thing I can take to just allow me not to, you know, want to smoke, all of a sudden it took all the pressure off. Um, and weirdly, the idea that I, like, it, it wasn't this life or death you know, 100% in, 100% out kind of thing. It was like, okay, if I screw it up, I'll just quit again. Yeah. Um, made it so much easier to just, you know, quit and not sort of put that additional stress and pressure on yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, that's, that's my sort of a trivial amazing. sort of addiction things. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. like that. I like that a lot. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Yeah. Good seeing um, you, Nick. One one thing I one thing I really like about what what Nick said there is um, kind of that that you have a limited amount of willpower, which makes it sound kind of bad, like you you can't handle you know a certain amount of stuff. But if you think of willpower as focus, mm -hmm. um, it's impossible to focus on more than one thing at a time. That's literally the definition of focus. Yeah. And so that is kind of an interesting thing to think about, like you're limited, like, and that's, and that's one thing that, uh, that I see a lot in my own life and other people is like, they're like, I'm going to make changes. And instead of making like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to add this good thing into my life or yeah. I'm going to take this bad thing out. They're like, I'm going to make these 57 different changes today. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm going to quit smoking, quit drinking, start exercising all the time, you know, quit my job, do this. You know, it's like, it's way more successful to to ease into a situation yes than it is than it is to just like take on the whole world so like here's the other thing like that i, I think he he mentioned um that was really important which is like just the knowledge of like look like you may not actually be successful and that's just a good thing in general with like most things you take on whether it's good or not it's like there's always the possibility of failure and that's kind of part of it. Another thing I'd just keep, keep in mind with like this kind of thing is a, a lot of times it's a gradual thing. Like for me, one of my biggest concerns would be my mental health with, 
with smoking uh-huh. uh, because I have spent most of my life without proper tools to kind of deal with like high stress situations and that kind of thing. Right. The other thing is I've also spent the last two years developing a habit of, of constant exercise, like on a daily basis, which also happens to be something that's really beneficial to mental health. Mm-hmm. So because I had done that, it kind of put me in a place where doing this is, is something that seems possible. Um, but, but keep in mind, like, you know, because I did this, I have some freelance work for a client that I had to kind of push off. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that's just inherently going to happen because something had to get pushed and there's a bunch of non-negotiables and your, your glass can only contain so much. So um, that's going to be interesting to see how that kind of works out with the freelance too. Because <laughs> I think I have to do a lot of that on Monday. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So what are we doing with freelance? (laughs) Okay. So us having day jobs is to not freelance. Can I, I, since this this is a confessional, uh, (laughs) I, I, I have, and I don't know if this is, well, I know at times it's not healthy, but I, but most of the time it's very healthy. Uh, at least, at least very motivating. I am in a constant state of awareness that at any point in time, somebody could pull the rug out from under me. So like I, I operate, I operate as if I might lose my job at all times. And, and, and I, you know, and, and like, and it's hard for people in different circumstances to really understand that mindset. Yeah. But um, I remember somebody was talking about Jay Leno one time and they were saying that he, he kind of feels the same way, even when he was at the top of his game and he was on national television, he was the number one show in his time slot and all that stuff. Like, he's like, I work super hard because I live in constant fear of at any given point, I could be homeless like tomorrow. Yeah. Like I could just lose everything and, and whatever. And so for me, this is, this is something that, this is something that um, when I was in college, I was more poor than most college students that I know. I like, like very poor, like, like at, at times I was really like legitimately not aware where my next meal was going to come from yeah. or when I was going to eat again. Like it was like, not like I wasn't, I was never actually homeless. I always had a place to sleep, but I mean, there were definitely times like, like I, for a month and a half, I lived off of my aunt's food storage. I, I, I ate nothing but tuna three meals a day for like six weeks straight. So like now that I did that for several years, I'm, I haven't been in that situation for several decades, but now it's very difficult for me to not eat in excess because in my mind, I still feel like I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to eat again soon. And so if there's, if there's food available, you know, it used to be a survival mechanism that I would need to like pack it away because I, I could go a day or two, you know, without. And so now it's like, it's like, Oh, this, this meeting I'm going to is catered with pizza. 
I will have 27 slices. Thank you. you know, it's like, so, like it's become a joke in the department that I'm going to take several trips in the middle of the meeting to the, to the pizza table. Um, and, and so it's good and bad because it's motivating and I work really hard and I, I, I get very good at things very quickly because yeah. I'm driven by that. But also there, there's a dark side of that to where, you know, like it, it, it can introduce anxiety or it introduces like weird behaviors. Like, like I was full four slices ago, but, but there's still pizza available and I still have that thing in the back of my head. Yeah. yeah I can totally agree with you on that one, Corey. Like, like for me, it's, it's like a leftovers thing. Like I don't, I, I, you know, 100%. I was always, my parents were always like, you got to finish your food on your plate and there's kids starving in China and all that stuff. And to the point where I just don't want to see, you know, if, it, if there's food in there, it's yeah. like, and that's part of the problem. Cause like, like, I'm like, Oh, so like I made this dinner and I, I you know, I, I, I want to eat it cause it's, it's good, but, but I probably, you know, but I, but I got to taste it and that was the main thing. I don't have to eat it three days afterwards if it's not something that's healthy for you just because it's there and right. you don't want it to go to waste. So yeah, I definitely know what you're talking about there. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm there with that. Like I'm, I'm obnoxious about that where I'm like, we're, we're not, we're not done. I'm, like there's still some mashed potatoes left. It's like, these are mashed potatoes. They take the, they're like, a, a these aren't even real mashed potatoes. They're like the dollar. Like that's going even tougher where, yeah. Where, where I live, those just they fall. They literally fall off the back of trucks. <laughs> yeah. Fair point. On the freeway, it was a plentiful. Um, sweet. Well, okay. We've we've been going a ways on this thing, but um, do we want to kind of start start wrapping it a little bit? Uh, yeah. There's there's one or two more comments I want to bring up. So let me refresh again. So many good comments in the chats, and and what's weird is the fact that like. Like on stream, uh, we, we, we usually can see it, can't. But if I go to the live YouTube page, I'm seeing a lot of really good stuff. Um, it's been a, been a kind of fun chat. Oh. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of digging this, uh, this idea of bringing people in for a few minutes to talk to them. It's, it's nice to get to meet yeah. people, talk to people that you see in the chat. So Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I like I like that idea a lot. I'm wondering if there would be a downside to posting the link into the chat. You never know who might, you know, I mean, the people that are usually there, you don't have to worry about, but you never know. Sometimes these people pop in. There are people that just, if they see a live stream going on, they'll just jump into either troll or it doesn't yeah. happen often, but especially because I mean, we don't have a huge you audience. You also have but. the authority to take them out. Yeah, I, I think we can. I think. Oh yeah, because we have to we, invite. We can add and take people out. It's not like hangouts, so. Yeah, yeah that is true. Yeah. I actually, yeah. this is not a bad idea for like a pot yeah. potential format to make it a little more intuitive and fun. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, that'd be super cool. Okay, so cool. Uh, Nick Nick is saying to Josh's point about mental health. I think therapy is a really good idea for everyone. And this is something I completely agree with. Yeah. Um, if you're lucky enough to live in California, USC telehealth is free online. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's a resource. Um, also, I like the fact that he's saying that, you know, being lucky enough to live in California. Uh, <laughs> I like that for a number of reasons, but, um, but counseling, I was a psych major for a little while, which probably isn't terribly surprising before I changed my mind. And, um, I, uh, 
one of the things that I really liked, the definition of counseling that I really liked that I got in this one class was um, counseling is not for broken people. Counseling is for people. It's just to, it's what it is, is it's to give you the tools to navigate everyday life. And, and, and so I, you know, this, there's less of a stigma nowadays than there used to be, but I still feel like um, some people are a little nervous to, to, to get therapy or get counseling or whatever. But I mean, if you have, if you have an opportunity to, to be able to talk to somebody, I mean, it's super helpful. It's a really good idea. So, um, and then I liked this one from, uh, I liked this one from Frank. He was saying, Scott might be addicted to creating uh, his habit works for him. 100%. So, I yeah, and all, I, I think all three of us are probably like that. <laughs> I I know I am because, and it's one of those I have to kind of keep in check because, like, yeah, you know, it's like everything else. Like any strength can become a weakness. Yeah, like if healthy eating can turn into eating disorders, you know, or whatever. Um, but like with that, it seriously, if I if I go a few days without making something. I, I start to go a little nuts. Like it just feels, it just yeah. doesn't feel okay. I think a good example of it is like, um, you know, it, it's, it's probably good to every once in a while, like jog, probably a little okay to do like a marathon every once in a while. If you're ritually doing marathons, that's not even healthy for your body. There's a certain point <laughs> where it's not even healthy anymore. It's, yeah. it's beyond unhealthy because it's just too much. And that's kind of what we're always straddling <laughs> on these, on these shows is like that line of like, I, we want to be running at our peak. We want to be doing the best performance we can. We want to be making as much as we can, optimal <laughs> as we can, but we're always riding that line of potential burnout. I think, I think, I mean, yeah. I think we all kind of push it a little close to that edge. Well, and uh, oh, who was it? It was Sean McCabe was saying uh, a little while ago. He had kind of a breakdown because he burned out, and he was saying, "If uh, if you're wondering if you've burned out, if you're wondering if you may be burned out, you've you've already hit burnout." Yeah. So, so yeah, um, and I think that's why. Like last night when I was like, "I'm tired. I should be able to sleep because I don't have insomnia ever." Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyway, and my uh, blood vessel, my eye had burst and like a foggy thinking. I was like, yeah, I'm probably, probably burnt out. I've probably been pushing too hard. These yeah. are, these are signs. These are signs. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Kayla's, Kayla's got one more and then we can, and we can kind of start to wrap this up. I, th- I feel like I love this format of bringing people on though. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, Kayla said, I'm too anxious to hop on, but I'll share my story. I used nicotine to cope with anxiety and PTSD and all of a sudden I had to pull that out of my life um, completely in order to go to college. I didn't even really want to be in college, but I was told that I needed to. And after the first few weeks up in Idaho, I was itching to smoke again. I had to hop onto the counseling and find new coping mechanism. I started playing the ukulele and then discovered designing. And I used both of those as much as I can. Without a new coping mechanism, my mental health would have tanked and I and I wouldn't have lasted. Um and so I I, I, li- I love that story um, yeah. because like adding in kind of those positive things um, and, and Caitlin's saying, you know, same, I was way too anxious, had a lot of mental health issues that presented in some very te- terrible coping mechanisms to get on with everything. I had to use the help of others. 
Um, and she also threw herself into design and music. So, yep. yeah. And I have tried music and am not built for anything involving rhythm. I, I <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> oh man. I, I was, I was the marketing director for a company that was launching musical instruments. And so I would do all the branding and the marketing campaign. And I knew a lot about guitars and drums. But then ukulele, this is when the ukulele craze started happening. You had Jake Shimabakuru uh, do uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps on the ukulele. You had um, Julia Noons, you know, on YouTube, all those guys. And so so I was like, I don't know anything about the ukulele community. And, which, and ukulele players are drastically different than guitar players, like drastically different. Um, and so we did a bunch of things. But one of the things that I did to, to get into the mind of ukulele players is we started a ukulele group. And so we, we got together once a week to play the uke. And I learned like three Beatles songs or whatever. And so each one of us would take turns uh, leading, leading each week. And so when it was my turn, I remember like I had people that were like luthiers. I had people that were like designing the guitars and making them, people that like gigged for a living, you know, and they worked their day job here for me doing marketing. And then they'd like go gig on the weekends and evenings and stuff. And then there's me, I'm like this little artist guy. And I'm like, I don't know anything. And so I'd be up there and I'm like, all right, we're going to learn, uh, you know, we're going to learn Blackbird. And so I teach everybody the chords I draw it on the board and everything. And then I would start playing it and everybody would start singing along. And like all of them in the back are like trying to play along. And this one guy who's a good friend of mine, would just like hit a clavinova, which is like not a clavinova. I can't remember what it's called. It's the box with a hole in it, and the snare drum strings on the inside. Oh, okay. perc percussion box, basically. He would he would start like tapping out the rhythm on that as if that was going to help, and it doesn't because I my brain doesn't make the connection between the percussion and what my hand should be doing. And then you just see him getting like full body into tapping it and then like hitting it harder and like looking at me more intensely. And I'm like, dude, this isn't, I'm not ignoring you. I just don't have the ability to translate anyway. So music works for a lot of people. Not, not for me. That's, I'm probably too tired because I'm oh. getting into rambly stories now, but yeah, I got to chime in just like if you're a fan of rock and roll and you're playing in rock and roll bands, it may not be the best, way to quit smoking <laughs> ukulele is pretty safe traditionally you know but you know anyway. <laughs> yeah no i know what you mean yeah i had one of that same guy is a good buddy of mine he had he had his his studio set of equipment and his his gigging set of equipment and he's like i don't even bring my gigging stuff in the house because it just smells like stale beer and cigarettes and nastiness. Yeah. So like he wouldn't even he wouldn't even play his good good guitars on stage or bring his good amps with him because he was just like it's just some weird podunk dive mm -hmm. bar in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so even weird. the recording studio we've been doing, it's like I don't like I said I I what I'm putting now is vaping, not smoking. Right. But when you stop smoking, you start actually smelling the smoke yeah. and where we're recording, it's like people just smoke indoors and it's just like all over the place and there's smoke wafting around. So when I get home, I smell like I used to when I'd smoke, <laughs> you know, like a pack a day. 
And I'm amazed that like the next day, like a shirt I was just wearing in that room just smells like it's been just rolling in cigarettes. It's kind of interesting. But um, I will say thank you guys for letting me kind of chat about this um, and and sharing your stories and stuff too, because day three, um, and I, I managed to stay off of nicotine. And I will say, I, and I want to say this for my future self too. I think sometimes we take ourselves too seriously when we're like, oh, but I can't like cut that out. That's too hard. I think there's a lot to be said for just doing it. Just being like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to try. Um, Cause like, like I said, I didn't feel 100% confident going into this and now it's three days and still haven't so i'm hoping by the next check i still won't have either and it supposedly gets easier as you go so well, if it if it helps i'm asking about it yeah no i'd like to add it um and like i said if you guys are curious too um on my facebook uh there is a post that i put about this and i will i commit to the fact that like if i screw up i will put it on there um so i'm starting from zero all over again if I, if I screw up and you guys will all see it. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. We've got, we've got, uh, one more person that wants to jump on. Oh, nice. Kind of wrapping. Let's see if I can, if I can get a message from him soon. Um, while we're waiting for him, um, if you want to check out, uh, if you want to check out your stuff, Scott, where should we go? Uh, you can go to circworks.com. Uh, the comic maker toolkit is up there now in my, uh, I think it's the download section. Uh, so just check that out. Or if you, and if you don't already have the free version, the comic maker starter kit, uh, you can, uh, get that, that is free. Just join the mailing list and there's all kinds of stuff. If you go to the homepage to alert you where to, where to do that. Okay. Awesome. And how about, how about you, Josh? All right. Um, so let me try to jump in here. Um, so uh, you can check out my stuff at surfworks.com, um, where you can find the uh, Comic Maker Starter Kit and the Comic Maker Toolkit, which you guys should get. It's blowing up and it's awesome. That's Scott's stuff, but I still want to promote that stuff because it's great. Excellent stuff. Um, you can also read my comic about faith and mental illness at uh, joshuakemble.com. And um, also just keep in touch with the art and stuff that I'm doing. But mainly, um, go to tapas.io, search for quarterly stories, and add it to your library there. Um, It's a way to read my comic on there. If I'm sounding a little jumbled, it's because I am having major nicotine withdrawal. (laughs) That'll be an interesting thing for the next. I think tonight's like the, the, like I, I hear it abs down from there, but we'll see. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and if you want to, if you want to see my stuff, you can go to coreycurr.com um, and uh, Instagram specifically right now. And if you want to talk about stuff, um, then we can do, uh, we can do Twitter. That's a good place to go. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to get everybody on right now, but I do really like this format of, yeah. of having people on. And so what I, what I think I'm going to do is I think I'm going to figure out, um, a good way to get everybody a link that's maybe a little bit better than just private messaging me on on uh, Twitter and Facebook. But I will say this: um, in the description of this video, you've got you've got several things that you're looking at. One is uh, 
you'll see each of our websites and you can get to social media profiles on there. And I know Josh and I both share the link to this each time. Um, Josh and Scott have a show um, usually on Thursdays um, that where they go live as well. Um, make sure you subscribe to this channel. And uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter and Josh on Facebook, um, and if you um, hit that bell, most of the time YouTube will give you like a notification when we go live. Um, but we'll we'll be having we'll be having people from the community on on different topics. Uh, I think uh, as, as we move forward, because because that was cool. So so we'll we'll figure this out. That was kind of the first time we had kind of random random unplanned guests from the community. So oh, I I have one thing I want to throw in that's going to tie this into art more too. Okay. Like everything we've been talking about, just bad habits, just apply bad drawing habits. Cause like a lot of that could be a, literally applying the same thing. So if you always draw like a certain way, that's bad. Maybe you can cut the habit in similar methods as the way we're talking about. You know? so yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. That's awesome. Sure. All right, so we'll see everybody in a couple days. Uh, if you want to do what we're doing, um, you can check out um, coreykerr.com slash 48HR, and we've got um, a link to the streaming uh, service that we're using, which is called StreamYard. If you click on that link and end up spending money with them, then we get a little kickback on that. If you click on that link and don't want to spend money with them, they've got a really cool free version of this that is awesome, and I would highly recommend it. Um, there's there's a few downsides to it like like resolution and it's been kind of buggy today but um, it's it's pretty great so um, we're also available on podcast stuff and stuff like that and we will uh, highly encourage you guys to do your own art checks and there's a there's a handful of people in the community right now that are that are doing that and it's awesome um, it's fun to watch those and so keep that up and we'll see you guys in a few days.